um, indefinitely learning from our customers has been as much, you know, it's funny too, because how many of our customers leave here? Thank you. Thank you so much for helping me out. Teach me this or teach me that or whatever. We learn just as much from our customers as, yeah. as they do from us. Yeah. You learn a lot. You just kind of listen. Talk. What's up everybody. And welcome back to the hook one pod. Hey, we're here at hook one bait and tackle in the studio. As always, I'm Pete. And I'm Willie. You know, I think we're going to have to switch that up. I know. It's It's kind of boring. It's just we've done it 59 times in a row now. And I'm thinking that we might do something a little different, but I don't know what else. It kind of leads us into it. So anyway, I'm Pete. And I'm Willie. And we are here at Hook One Bait and Tackle in the studios. If you guys don't know where Hook One Bait and Tackle is, get out from underneath that rock. (laughs) We are here in Marine City, Michigan, Um, and guys, we can't thank you enough for joining along for another great episode. Uh, You guys are watching this on New Year's Day. Happy New Year, everybody. Two holidays in a row. Two holidays in a row. Christmas Day, you probably looked at our ugly mugs, and now you're starting the new year looking at these ugly mugs. And they got to listen to me sniffle. I know. I know. Sorry if I sound congested, guys. I've I've been fighting through it. We actually, we're recording this on Thursday. And in about 14 hours, uh, my wife and I will be driving south to the Florida Keys. So we're super stoked. But I'm trying to kick this cold. Um, which is weird, too. The weather's been pretty good. I don't know why I have a cold. Yeah. it's Well, probably because it got cold, then warm. The then it's been raining for a week straight. Yeah. Yeah, the fishing's been good, man. I'll, I'll tell you what. We... We always talk about how we're anti-ice fishermen. This is kind of like our perfect winter. Um, the, the trolling bite's been really good. The, the walleye bite's been really good. As soon as we hang up this podcast, we'll be out salmon fishing to see if that's really good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that are really good, which makes it tough to kind of yeah find something you want to do. But... We are here for an hour. We're here for the whole hour. We're not getting out of here early, even though we've got some salmon fishing on the brain. Um, and we're really looking forward to it, guys. This is These are our favorite episodes to do. We're going back to our life at the shop part. At least five. I think it's six. It'd be six unless we missed five. We might have missed five. Um. But anyway, it's our life at the shop. We're going to basically give you guys a rundown of what's been going on around the bait shop, what we have coming up. This one's really important because we have the fishing show coming up um, January 11th through the 14th. So in about 10 days or so, whenever you're hearing this. Um, but there's a lot. There's a lot coming up. There's a lot going on. Uh, we usually get really good feedback from you guys. You know, hey, really like this episode. Looking forward to this. Looking forward to that. So. I'm excited, dude. I I truly love doing these episodes, especially when we think about what Life at the Shop Part 1 was. I know. I, Looking at the whole two shelves we had here in the bait shop. Yeah, that picture came up in my uh, in my memories a little bit ago, and it was nuts. It's crazy, dude. And, and, and now, you know what's funny is, like, every time we've done this Life at the Shop, like, we did Life at the Shop Part 2. And basically, for you guys that haven't heard any of these yet, we basically talk about what life at the shop has been like the last... We like to do them every six months. And we talk about what the life at the shop's been like. As far as when we first started, it was a lot of fun because it was during COVID. So we were having all sorts of issues getting getting product and, and shipping product and doing all sorts of fun stuff. We had issues. So this one's going to be a little bit better. 
or these last ones have been a little bit better because, you know, our, our first life at the shop, we're like, man, we've made some huge changes. And now looking back on it, they're very minor compared to what we're doing. And I'm hoping that two years from now, when we're looking back at, well, if this is six, seven, eight, nine, ten, when we're looking at life at the shop part 10, you know, that's going to be five years into our journey. Where are we? Uh, I think it'll be really cool to see because, to be honest with you, it's been a whirlwind of the last two and a half years, right? It's been nuts. Trying to remember everything. Well, I mean, at the beginning, it was I sh- it was easy, but it was tough. You didn't have much to kind of look over. You didn't have much to do. Like, we didn't have a lot of work to do. We didn't have the jigs to paint, the stingers to tie, the crawl harness leaders to tie. So it was, like, slow. It was slow, but there was a lot of, like, there was a lot more behind the scenes, I felt like, for me. And now it's like I walk out there and it's like this is out of stock, that's out of stock. Yeah. We're missing this color, this color, this color. Got to order this, that. The yeah. Other thing. And that's that's interesting too because you're right. Like a lot of the work that we've been doing the last two years has been behind the scenes. Like we, I had a guy come in the other day and I was upstairs working on the laptop. And if you're listening, man, it's no offense to you um, because I appreciate it. I, I need to have the hard time, but I was upstairs because – our back room got so busy now with, with all the storage we got. And then we do the podcast back here. I do a lot of my work, like editing and stuff we do upstairs. Well, I can't leave the bait shop open while I'm upstairs. So when it's slow, I'll leave a sign on the door. Well, I had a guy call me and I came down. He's like, man, it must be pretty nice to have that lazy boy up there and come down and sell some fishing tackle. And it's like, brother, I wish, like, I really wish, but there is so much stuff to get done behind the scenes. And now there's that stuff to do on the floor, like you said, restocking, um, ordering new product, which is something that, you know, we talked about and we'll always be bringing in new product, but we definitely want to settle in on, on what we do best. I think we finally kind of found it. I agree. I agree. Just looking at how our back room is now and, and how everything's organized. I'm looking at all the shelves and stuff up there and all the crankbaits over there. Um, it seems like we've, we finally, because now that COVID's done, we can order what we want. And, yep. and what we want for the cut. We know what reels we want. I know exactly what reels that I want to stock between 35 and $235. You know what I mean? Different yep. brands, different brands, different reels, different price ranges, stuff like that. I know what rods I want to stock. I know what brands I want to carry. We've got our St. Croix. We've got our Fenwicks. We've got the Daiwas. We've got our mags. Like we've got our custom rod option. Um, That's been real. Like the mags have sold really good. For, they were our number one seller this year. A no, custom rod. No, they took off. And it really wasn't close. No, not even close. And you know what? A lot of it is because, like, we, like, we're fortunate enough. We're friends with Pat now. Um, we've got a good relationship. If I'm going to spend my money, I spend it with Pat. Excuse me. But we use them on our charter boats. So it's easy to kind of sell those boats. But it's, or boats. It's easy to sell those kind of rods and stuff like that. But now it's like, you know, we've got friends that are distributing St. Croix. And St. Croix has a phenomenal product. One of the very few that are still made and assembled here in the United States. So, like, the St. Croix rod's really good. Fenwick's are really good. Fenwick's have been good for a long time. People have been using Fenwick's. You know what I mean? Fenwick's are very good. Um, Daiwa, they went out of their way to make a five foot nine medium extra fast rod specifically for the vertical jiggers. I love that. I'm going to absolutely carry that. The fact that Daiwa's going to take time out of their day to make a rod that's only going to sell to a small uh, small portion of people, you know? And the other thing is if we don't buy those rods, so if Daiwa doesn't sell those rods, they're not going to make those rods. Yeah. So it's like when people are making them, you got to buy them, you got to support them, you got to sell them. 
Um, but that's just the rods. I mean, reels was even bigger nightmare during COVID. And then you start talking about line. Line was horrible. Dude, it's taken us three years. It's taken three years for us to get finally a good terminal tackle in line selection. All the sizes of terminal tackle and all the swivels, ball bearings, snap swivels, cross swivels, interlocks, all that sort of stuff. Um, three-way swivels. Um, finally get all that stuff, all the right size, as well as all the line, all the right size. 150-yard spools, 300-yard spools, all the way up. Different High-vis yellow, moss green. You like the white. So it's like, finally. It's finally starting to all get in line, and it is like we are. we could not be more excited because our workload is only increasing. Yeah, it's been insanely busy in the back room. I wish I wish I could turn the camera to show you guys. I mean, if this place wasn't a disaster, I definitely would. Um, but we're getting ready for the show. There's probably one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 12. 12. No, there's more than that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. We're looking at real boxes because we're getting ready to bring our whipping combos down to the show, and we've got at least thirteen magdas over there ready to go and we've got a whole nother case and a half to spool up um but i look over here and and it's like dude lou you've look just sit here for a second because you've been sitting over in that corner just sit here for a second and look at all those jigs you painted all those maybe a few on the wall you didn't but it's like that's nuts insane and then we've got something else coming out that i've been working on that you guys are gonna get the first view on we're going to release these to you guys today. You guys can check them out, look at them. We'll show you all five colors. Um, we're going to do that right now, actually. That's, I told Louie, that's really a big reason I want to do this podcast. We're getting ready to release. Um, we're basically, we're coming out with our own line of plastics, vertical jig and plastics. We put a lot of time into this. We put a lot of effort into testing it. We've been testing these things since August. Um, we finally got the colors right in the colors that we wanted, which was kind of a, a process. It's a very long process. But we were picky. Very picky. You got to be, had to be right. You have to, be, you, have to, you have to be picky on something like that. It, well, it's got to be right. Like, that's the one thing we sat down with. We didn't want to just have something that had our name on it. We wanted to have something that was quality that had our name on it. That's what we've been trying to do this whole time is to just build, do it the right way, even though it might take longer. Might cost a little more money. <laughs> but it, it's to, to do it and to do it right was our whole goal. So. You're probably wondering what this has been since we started the podcast. And if you haven't, you've probably just seen them. We're going to go over that in just a second. But we've come out with these five colors. We haven't even released them to the public yet. We, ju- yet. we just put a video out um, yesterday that teased at it. It was an all black and white video that kind of showed you the profile of the bait. Um, but none of the colors, nothing like that. We just want people to see because it is different. It is very different. We wanted, we wanted it to be different. It. It kind of reminds me of like a a bass bait from the looks of it, but it like it just got enough action to be like a a dominant walleye bait. The whole point behind this bait specifically was to find something that would be very good vertical jigging. Ideally, we wanted a vertical jigging bait. Yeah, it's what we do, but we wanted to do something that wasn't just vertical jigging. Like, it seems like if you buy a Lunker City, you're really just going to use it for vertical jigging and maybe some casting. And even then, it's not... And it, it's no... It's just what the, what the Lunker City is. It's a better vertical jigging jig. We wanted to build something that was a little more flexible, a little more 
movement to it so you could maybe throw this thing on a drop shot. So you could cast this thing a little bit easier. So you could do some more things with said bait. Um, and so that was a big thing about, about dialing it in. And that's another thing, like we talk about, it's been busy behind the scenes. This thing has been a nightmare because we're doing everything from packaging them to label. The only thing we're not doing is pouring them because there's just no way. We, we Thank God we know people that can pour them by the thousand. <laughs> yeah, we'd be <laughs> in some serious trouble. So that was kind of the whole point of this episode was we really wanted to debut these plastics. We want to talk about these plastics. We do want to talk about the fishing show that we're absolutely going to touch on. Um, but, guys, we Louie and I mean it as far as you guys being our best supporters. Uh, the fact that you guys take the time out of your day to listen to us every week talk. Now you're following us on YouTube. You're sharing this stuff. Um, you guys are the guys and the gals coming in, giving us you know feedback on what you like about the podcast. It seriously means a ton to us. Um, so when we do new stuff like this, whether it's new products or we're doing giveaways and stuff like that, we will always be thinking about you. Yeah, you guys kind of blow us away almost every time we come out with something new. Yeah, seriously. Like, we love you guys for it. So we're going to debut these right here. You can tell all your friends that you know the new colors coming out. They're awesome. You can't wait to see them at the show. When you guys come see us at the show, you'll know what to expect. You'll know what colors you might want to buy. Even though we have more space, it's probably going to be a little crazy. I'm hoping it's going to be crazy in there because obviously we want to be busy. Um, but we'll give you a little rundown of what we got going. So without further ado, we're going to introduce to you the new hook one jigging minnow. That's my round of applause. Boom. There it is. Y'all. And this is my favorite color. This is the money goby. Um, this is the packaging here. Color is going to go there. And then that's obviously the baits. I'll turn it around, too, so you can get just the baits there. Check those out. Very good lighting. So we've got five colors. We've got the Money Goby. We've got the Hulkster, Little Hulkster. I don't know. We're still dialing in the names, but this is your traditional pimp daddy. But we like the Hulkster. Cody wanted to call this the Purple Pickle. The Purple Pickle. That's a good one. That's a good one. So it might say the Purple Pickle. You know what? I didn't even think about this. We don't have to have names on these until I get back from Florida, correct? Yeah. Who wants to help us name some baits? Yeah? I mean, me and Louie are at a standstill. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you the names that I've got as they come out. Drop them below in the comments. Shoot us an email. Say, hey, your names suck. This is what we want. And honestly, I might tell you that your names suck if you tell me that. But. So we've got the money goby. That one's staying because it's a goby with a bunch of gold flake in it. It's got that money. We got the Hulkster or the purple pickle here. Or your traditional pimp daddy. It's I like a really the purple good pickle. I do kind of like the purple pickle. And then we got purple glitter. That one's we need a name for that one. Yeah, this one's gonna be a killer, guys. And it can't be purple nurple. It's also got blue flake, not purple. Yeah, I'm colorblind. I did know that, though, because we did make the colors. So that one's going to be – that one – this one is pretty partial to Louie and I. Yeah. Uh, this purple one, we truly and, – and Cody, obviously, because yeah. he likes the worm. But this this purple here, um, that's kind of one of our best baits all year. I, I absolutely love that, especially the way that the, the bottom is, too. It's got a little bit of color to it. It's like a pearl, and then when you turn it sideways and uh... – 
in the white it turns like pinkish purple it, yeah it's hard and it's hard to tell too because the bags can be a little foggy um but again it's it's not the point this and then is my we, favorite yeah this one's louis baby this one's the slim shady so it's just like a it's it's really similar to like a blue ice except i wanted to avoid the ice so if you can tell and it's hard to tell on camera um but it's like a silver underneath but when you take it out of the package and you see this silver in the light, um, it's got a really, really cool look to it. So this one's going to stay slim shady. It's like a glorified Elway. It is, too. And that's kind of what we were looking for when I was explaining to the guy when we were talking about colors. I was like, you know, I want something that's like a blue ice. But the big thing for us was um, the guys that have already like that, that do this. So your Lunker cities, even guys like your thump and lure lipstick and Wyandotte lure, like with Steve over there at Wyandotte lure. Those guys are really good at what they do. Very good at what they really do. Really good at what they do. They got it dialed in. They have it dialed in. So what we wanted to do was just have something that was a little different, that, that the colors were a little different. The body was a little bit different. The last thing that we wanted to do was kind of jump on the bandwagon of what everything else is kind of going. Um, so that, that kind of gave its own unique uh challenge like what what are we going to do that's different that's still going to catch the fish right yeah. and then our last one here i really like this color i, I kind of like the name of it because it's got all this different flake in it um i like calling it the disco shiner but it's got it, it was supposed to be more of like a vampire um but it's got a lot of different color flake in there like it's got a lot of blues and reds and what is that green it, it's got every color of the rainbow almost yeah so that's kind of like this is going to be the disco shiner here super good clean water bait um but yeah man that's it i'm that's these are the five colors here um and we are super excited about them so for you guys at home that are watching do you like hulkster or purple pickle for our pimp daddy Hulkster purple pickle. What should we call this one? I like calling it purple glitter, but if we have purple pickle, then we can't have purple glitter. So we'll have to figure that out. And then the disco shiner. Are we cool with disco shiner or do we want to change it a little bit? Um, but yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's pretty, that's exciting for me. For me, that's really exciting. I've always wanted something that we've got our own jigs and now we got to do some work to our jigs because now we have to cater some to match these these bad boys here yeah but i think we got almost every every color matched pretty good i would say so i'm gonna pull out one of these disco shiners though and i want you guys to see a little bit about what we're talking about as far as how it's a little different if you guys look at the style of this body you'll notice that the head is a little bit fatter right up here and that's really what we wanted up towards the top. We wanted it to be a bait that's going to fit perfectly over jigs that you'll be able to put on and off jigs. I took one of these baits and I put it on and off a jig 10 different times and not once has this bait split. That was one of the big things for us because I've had issues in the past where you want to run a smaller sized bait, but it's a skinnier profile. And a lot of times you'll have that bait split. That was a no-go for us. So I can't have that happening especially for like guys like us and guides and stuff like that. Typically I'll rig these up like the night before, or even I'll get up first thing in the morning and rig them up. So they're going to be sitting on the rod for a couple hours before they're even put into the water. Can't have any splitting. 
No, splitting is like one of my biggest pet peeves. And it's tough. Like, guys, there's a there is a super fine line because a lot of the times you want to make plastics. You want to make plastics that move. Excuse me. You want to make plastics that move and that move easily. But the reason they move easily is they are a soft plastic. So they're going to get tore up a little bit easier. They're going to rip a little bit easier. That was the other thing. What kind of plastics can we do? What kind of plastic um, solutions can we use that are that are going to make this bait droop and have good action? I mean, imagine this thing on a drop shot or on a jig. You can see that tail. I'm trying to get it so you can actually see that tail. Oh, right down here. You can see that tail moving. Okay. This bait here, I've caught on the prototype that we had. They only sent us two prototypes. Two. And I made one prototype last almost, it was almost or over 20 fish. Um, and then I ended up just cutting it off completely. It still is in good shape, but I ended up cutting it off completely because it's the only one I had left. The other one I lost, to the donated it to the bottom of the river because why not? Um, <laughs> that's just how it goes. Uh, yeah. Um, but I, I really like the way that this thing can handle catching fish. And then the, the final thing I like about it is it's not a, your traditional profile. If you look at the head of the bait, it's more rounded. The whole body itself is more rounded. It's a lot thicker up here, and then it slims right down to a slim tail. So it's just a little bit different looking of a bait. It's a little bit shorter. I think the thing measures in at around 3.75, 3.8. I think it's 3.8 inches, somewhere around there. It's just a hair shorter than a Lunker City um, at 3.8 inches. So it's it's a really nice bait. Um, the head is perfect where you can pull it out of the pack and you can put it on a jig. You don't have to cut the first quarter inch off or whatever right that was the other thing too because i was worried about that and you can cut you can cut it off if you want to run a smaller a smaller profile bait if you want the back of that bait closer to the hook the main hook or however um that's the nice thing about it you can almost cut you can almost cut like half of it right here you can almost cut this whole chunk off um and just run this little back style because that tail's still moving i don't suggest it it doesn't look the same on a jig no um but you can you can have that option. The whole goal is, though, guys, is to be able to run more colors. We're going to start with these five colors. We're going to work our way up to 10 colors by next June. Hopefully, the plan is to have 10 colors in the store. Um, and then eventually start going from there. Maybe start going towards smaller profile baits, maybe a worm-style bait, maybe paddle tails. Um, the, the options are kind of endless from there. We'll let you guys decide where we go because, to be honest with you, I ain't, if you guys aren't going to buy it, I'm not going to spend money and time on it yeah um, exactly but we have been super excited about these we are going to debut these at the fishing show um in novi will be your first spot to buy them uh, a couple people have some packs that apparently some snapchats have been going around about yeah I but mean, that's what we wanted we handed the packs out to get the buzz going hey look what you found you know what i mean um and the buzz has been going so these will be debuted at the fishing show. They're going to retail for $5 a pack, just like every other pack of plastics for the most part. Um, and you're going to get 10 of them in a pack. So you get a 10 count for five bucks at the fishing show. We're talking about maybe doing something else, buy four, get one free. And that way it'd be um, a way for you to get all five packs in your hands uh, for 20 bucks. Yeah. Which is pretty freaking hard to beat. Um, so yeah, we are super stoked, super excited about that. That's going to be kind of our, big thing that we're going to be bringing out um now we are splitting a booth with mags we are 
Big Pat, news. Pat's going to have something new, new there. Pat is, yeah. It's going to be electric. I'm not going to go too far into the weeds. This is Pat's project. This is Pat's project to talk about. But we currently sell his new project at our store. We're actually the only we're the only bait store in the country that has these rods. Pat doesn't even have them on his website yet. Um, so guys, if you're looking for new stuff at the Novi Show, you're gonna want to find us. Brand new jigging plastics, and Pat is going to have a brand new Mags Custom five foot ten inch spinning walleye jigging rod. He finally went sub six foot. I think he said he's bringing a couple bait casters too. He is going to have spinning rods and bait casters, and he's not going to have a ton. No, you got to get there fast. You have to get there. Ideally, you want to get there on Thursday, Thursday or Friday. Um, if they make it till Friday. If they make it till Friday. Now, the good news is if you don't get them at the Novi show, we will be stocking them. We will have them in stock by March at the latest because our derby, our hook one derby is starting in March, which really we're going to have to spend one of these next episodes talking about our derby. It's coming up. Fast. We already talked about we have the ultimate salmon and ultimate walleye derby coming up. That's the end of March till the end of April. And then we have our hook one derby, $10 a ticket gets you in for everything. And that is coming up fast, man. We got to reach out to sponsors and get all that stuff rolling again, because we're starting in March this year, March, April, May, it's going to end May 30th or May 31st, whatever day it is in May. March um, 1st, March 1st will start. So It'll probably, if it's like, if it's like years in the past, it'll be tough for guys to get out in March. But my problem was in, in June, last year we did April, May, and June, which everybody was out by April fishing. But the problem was nobody was weighing any fish in June. No, June is, uh, is a numbers type of month. Yeah. So by opening it up in March and doing March, April, and May this year, we're, we're going to be able to, I think, get more salmon on the board, more steelhead on the board. Maybe some lake trout on the board. Um, we'll be able to get bigger walleyes on the board. It's not a numbers game, but there's bigger walleyes out there. There's a lot bigger fish out there. You might do two, three drifts to catch one fish. But they're but it might pigs. be the yeah, it might be the fish. Um, so we're we're gonna move our, our derby up. I can already promise you that there's gonna be extra incentive for the biggest fish caught on a hook one jig and minnow. Picture proof. Picture oh yeah, oh yeah. We're gonna want a lot of pictures of these jig and minnows in in fish's mouths. Um, and we've got a lot of people excited to feed them to fish. Louie and I have already fed them to fish. The money gobies on the board. Actually, the only the, surprisingly coming from this shop because we're haters. The only one we haven't caught a fish on yet is the Hulkster purple pickle, but it's that pimp daddy because I just have such a hard time putting it on. I can't do it. I'm not going to be the one it's to do it. It's such a good color too. Like that's the part that drives me nuts. It's such a good color. It's such a proven color, and I'm just I'm just a stubborn asshole. I'm a hater. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm a huge hater of Pimp Daddy. But not for your customers. No. I came in one time. I came in one time from a trip. We had uh, four guys plus me. We came in. I posted a picture that day to Facebook of all the fish, and the rods were in the background, and everybody was giving me shit because they're like, "Look at all that Pimp Daddy! Look, four rods all Pimp Daddied out!" But dude, it was crushing. It's that green and that purple is what I'm, I'm almost set on. It's the way those fish see it, um, the way they see that, that, that green and that purple. They just, it drives them crazy. It has to. Making sure Finn didn't hit the camera again. I know. Finn's hit the camera twice this episode. And we've had to, it's okay, Finn. It's okay. We've had to pause the episode. Um, but, yeah, so 
Super stoked for that. Super stoked for the show and Novi to be coming out with this stuff along with Pat coming out with this new rod. And honestly, that's kind of what the fishing show's for. Yeah. It's where a lot of these companies and a lot of these people can debut new stuff. We're going to have uh, Fat Boy Jigs in our booth. Roy. Roy has two brand new custom colors just for the show. And then he has a third color called Purple Nurple. That's why I told him. I was, he had a purple jig. And I was like, dude, I'd like to name these Purple Nurple. I can't do that because I got to be able to sell them to kids. Roy's like, I don't give a shit. So he's purple nurpling it up. And that purple nurple is a sweet color. Um, and that's only going to be for like the first 20 people to our booth each day. Yeah, they're going to sell fast. So we're coming with a lot of new stuff. Everybody's coming with a lot of new stuff. Guys, if you aren't doing anything and it looks like the weather is going to be cold, too cold for people to fish open water, but obviously not cold enough to make ice. So it should be perfect. January 11th through the 14th, you've got to come down to the fishing show. You've got to come find us. Let us know you like the podcast. We'll have the stickers ready for you. We'll give you guys stickers. We'll see if there's some other swag that we can hook you guys up with. But please come out. Let us know that you're there and, and all that fun stuff, you know. You can get a free hook one signed hat by Pete. <laughs> you got to bring the hat because I probably won't have enough to give away. <laughs> One of them. Only one of them. Oh, man. We'll give away one? <laughs> one. You don't want my signature on it. They'd probably have Captain Lou's on there. Because, you know, oh, Louie, that's, that's, so that's something that I wanted to talk about before we got into the these custom plastics was we're talking about life at the shop and stuff like that. What's it? What, seriously, because I really haven't got to ask you this. <laughs> I've asked you a little bit of it. But, like, dude, what's it been like? You started working here when you were 19, right? Yeah. When we were 19, yeah, 19, yeah. so it would have been, it would have been February of 2021. Yeah. So that July you would have turned 20. Yep. So you were 19 when you started working here. You had no idea who I was until the first day you came here and met. And now you've got your own, you've got your captain's license. Yep. You're going to have your own business by next year. You know, I mean, you'll still be running with hook one, but you'll have your own business. You're managing this shop. I mean, you're you're one of the faces of this shop. Like, dude, what's that been like for you being a kid? Literally a kid, and, and like, you're going to grow up doing this now. What's it been like? It's kind of insane, honestly. Like, I never thought this is where I'd be two years after, three years after starting working here. It's insane. It really is. Like, the networking that you grow through this is wild. Like, I... I feel like I can make a phone call and go fish anywhere I want right now. Yeah, it's it's really cool to do that, dude. And that was the one thing, like, I tried pitching to you, to both of you guys that were here to start, was like, hey, you know what I mean? It, it's going to start out, it's going to start out rocky. Anyone starting any business knows it's going to start out rocky because everything's got to go to it. And honestly, you didn't even get paid the first two weeks you were here helping. No. I bought you McDonald's. McDonald's breakfast. But you loved it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, and like, that was the thing was like, how are we going to, because dude, there's no, there is no money in selling tax. Like I'll just, I'll be the guys to tell you, unless you're making your own stuff, doing your own stuff. It's really hard to hit your margin just the way everything goes and stuff like that. And like doing what I've done in the past and doing even the charter stuff. Like the, the bait shop business is a tough business. You got to really work your ass off. Um, but it, it's been so cool because what I wanted this to be was an opportunity and not just an opportunity for you. I wanted it to be a career opportunity for you. And even now, 
people give us funny looks. Like, what do you guys do? Well, we fish and we run a bait shop. What do you do in the winter? What do you do? Blah, blah, blah. Like, don't you worry. We're getting by. Some, month, some months could be close. Cut it tight. Um, but we get by and we stay busy. And we're going to be even busier next year. We're going to be, uh, there's a couple new things that I want to introduce, but I can't because I don't want it stolen. Um, so that'll come out in the spring. Some stuff that we're going to be doing as far as chartering and, and getting people out on the water and all that sort of stuff. Um, it's going to be a good year. Yeah, it's going to be a good year. But it's been really cool to watch you grow in this and for me to be able to sit back now and be like, wow, this really is an opportunity for you know Louie to have a career and make a living and raise a family doing this because it is more than just the bait shop. Like, yeah, there's hourly pay in the bait shop, but there's other things that need to get done, right? We've got a charter. We've got to get people out on the water. Um, we've got to, we've got so many meetings and so many, you know, we thought the winter was going to be slow for us because we weren't doing any ice fishing and stuff like that. Dude, I've been busier December. We're going to be busier December, January, February than we were, um, August, September, October. Yeah. Like our summertime is kind of like our, our chill time. Go out and yes. fish after work. Don't really have to. You, if you're out of stock on jigs, so it's you're not kind, selling a ton, right? It's so, kind of like a, it's not like an oh well, but it's I'll do it tomorrow. Like no, like you have in a time. rush to get jigs. Yeah, like typically August, September, October, you don't have a line of people at the door at six a.m. Um, waiting to go. You can you can get here at six a.m. and have jigs painted by eight a.m. and have them up on the wall and stuff like that. And that's all learning a part of the process. Like eventually, we want to be to the point where we don't even have to worry about it because we just keep painting jigs all year. And you've got them, but right now we're not there. <laughs> not even close. It is like that midsummer lull, which is nice for us because we get to do like the salmon fishing and stuff like that. And um, so you get to enjoy like August, September, October. But you know the winters are busy for us. We're doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Um, we got a lot of meetings and stuff. I love doing meetings. I love working with other businesses and, and kind of using the bait shop to figure out what our next step is going to be as far as. What product are we going to bring in? What are we going to sell? You know, who's going to work with us as much as we want to work with them? Uh, we have a pretty cool deal lined up right now um, with, a, with a company that I, I really can't say. I shouldn't even have said that. I might have to cut that out um, just because I don't like the teaser stuff. But, like, there's there's some really, really, really cool opportunities coming up in 2024 that – it's it's going to be opportunities for us, but it's going to be opportunities that we're bringing to the bait shop. Um, that's going to allow people to be out on the dock and maybe test ride boats, maybe see how electronics work in action, sit there with panoptics and stare stare at things and have an HDMI cord go back to a flat screen TV and all sorts of stuff like that. Like the ideas are endless. It's the participation that we need, right? Like we can't run open houses if nobody shows up to an open house. Yeah, exactly. You can't have dealer reps. I can't have company reps show up. You know, it's hard to get the guy from Pure Fishing to show up and answer all your questions about Fenwick and Abu Garcia and Berkeley if nobody shows up to the events. Yeah. And so now we're going into year three. You know, we're going to have our open house and um, derby sign-up party, and that's going to be in February this year because our derby starts in March. So, like, end of February, you guys can plan on it. We're going to be having a huge open house. Um, we're going to have a bunch of sales going on. Like we always do. We're going to try and get some reps down here. We're going to have the guys that run the ultimate walleye and ultimate salmon derby. They'll be here answering questions about the derby. Um, we're going to have food on the dock. Like we always do good food, good food. So 
we're really looking forward to that to be able to um do those kind of open house events again um we're looking forward to doing seminar events we're looking forward to doing tackle talk events we've had people bring up running camps stuff like that all that stuff is stuff that we really want to do yeah we'll have our boats out on the dock yeah ask all the time how our boats are set up and our boats are set up almost the same almost like they're set the up the, same. Yeah, they're set up the best way to fish possible. Like and that and that's ideally what they are. I mean, our our boats are fishing machines. Like we don't they're typically not family boats. We're not spending a day out on the water with them. We are fishing. Like our boats, especially the the center like the polar crafts, those boats are work boats. Oh yeah. That they're designed to work. Um I think the only thing There might be another boat in the fleet. Yeah. But until that comes, um that like that's what we're gonna do, and we'll show you guys how we how we've got it all set up. You know, that's stuff that we've been really looking forward to do. That we have the opportunity to do here on the dock. You know, that you have an opportunity to come out here. If we have, say, we get the Shimano rep out here, you have the opportunity to come out here and try a Shimano rod and a Shimano reel and cast it off the dock and reel it in, see how it feels, see how it works before you buy the product. That's what we want to do. It's important. It's very important. It's very very. It's, you know, I had a guy come in the other day for Christmas and he was shopping for his dad and he wanted to buy his dad a rod. And I'm like, dude, I'll help you however I can help you just know, like, if he doesn't like it, he can come back and get what he likes. Because we've had people where we've put a $260 St. Croix Legend tournament in his hand and that's an unbelievable rod. And then we'll take a $70 Fenwick Eagle and put it in his hand. And he likes the feel of the $70 Fenwick Eagle. He likes the way it fits in his hand. He likes the way that it's weighted. He likes the way that the... That's the one you're buying. Yeah. Right? Like, how often do we talk about that, buying what you're comfortable buying? So it's like, to, to be able to come out here, we have so many guys come in, they're like, I want a new jigging rod. I want six foot, medium, extra fast. Well, do you even know what that means? A lot of guys honestly don't. No, because how could you? You know, that goes back to our episode on information. You're always told the same information. It's medium fast, medium extra fast, medium heavy fat, like whatever. It's, it's just buzzwords. It's just buzzwords, and then you see those buzzwords on rods, and then guys are buying them. And it's like, you know, put them in your hand. Figure out what you want. Do you like a shorter rod? Do you like a longer rod? Do you want more bend? Do you want the rod closer to the boat? Like, whatever the situation is, and it's not just rods. It's it's baits. It's jigs. It's reels. It's clothing. It, whatever we have here, that's what we're trying to showcase at our open houses. So we're going to have the one. We, we run three a year open houses uh sale events basically so we're gonna run one in february we're gonna run run right in the middle of summer typically like july or august we run one where we put a lot of our walleye stuff will go on sale um we do more seminars and more events like that and then we do one in the fall it's our fall frenzy days which we've done two years in a row that one's usually the slowest one that one's the one that we usually have a bunch of hot dogs left over that we got to eat because we cook too many up on the grill oh yeah um but it'll grow more people show up, the more you guys find out about it, the more you guys spread the word to share along. Hey, come check these guys out. Come check out what's going on. And the other thing is, guys, we're always open for suggestions. We say it how often, Lou? Every time. Every time. Comment down below. Shoot us an email. Send us a text. Call us on the shop. Instagram. Message us. I mean, it's not very hard to find us. It's not very hard to get a hold of us. Our whole job is to be there for you guys because I think that's one thing in, in Life of the Shop Part 2 that Louie and I talked about was when we first started this business, when Louie was a kid at 19 and I was 24, 
uh, 25, somewhere in there. You know, we had in our mind what we wanted this bait shop to look like. I can safely say that two and a half, three years later, it looks nothing like we thought it would. Not at all. What I How many Senko worms do we have to order for next year? I don't know, but there's a total of zero in the shop right did now. Ever would, did you, honest to God, think that was ever going to be one of those things that we had to stop? No. I've got bins, like, of Senkos in my basement that I haven't touched in years. Yeah. But you don't realize how many, like, there is, guys, you think I'm exaggerating. There is a thousand ways to catch a fish off the shore there. A thousand. A thousand and one. And it's crazy when these guys come in and they're like, hey, we need this. We need that. I want this. I want that. Like, you you let me know. And if it's going to sell, typically we bring it in. Yeah. And sometimes even if it doesn't sell, we bring it in. And then we end up getting burned on it. But it's oh, like, yeah. but it's like, it, I don't know. It's a funny business because guys always tell us, like, I, I'm not a salesman. You know, guys will tell me all the time, you know, you did a good job selling that rod or you did a good job selling those baits. I'm not a salesman. Louis is not a freaking salesman. If you... No, I am not. <laughs> Trust me on that one. If you ask Louis to go sell something, if someone walked in, I was like, hey, go. But that's not our job. No. Like, we're not salesmen. And that's what, you know, I can't, it's, it's hard to explain. Like, I can help people buy things, but I'm not going to, I can't force anyone to buy anything. I can only tell you what I've done and what I've used and what's been successful for me and what's been successful for you. And that's why we carry what we carry on the shop because we're not a Cabela's or a Shields or a, 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 a even a Frank's where we can stock whatever we want. We yeah, got, we got to stock what works. Exactly. Um, and so it's funny because we thought what we wanted was going to be more tailored towards like tournament guys and and you know that that a lot of the guides and stuff like that. Well, newsflash, man, those guys are already taken care of. They know everybody in the industry. They know who they need. They're they're not buying it unless they get a deal on it, which I understand. I've been in that boat before, too. But unfortunately, when you're in the retail game, you can't just be handing things out. And that's when guys are coming in, Sankos, uh, bell sinkers. I mean, just like the most co- barrels, uh, three-way swivels, I mean, for guys that are running still lines on shore. Like some of the most basic stuff that you could imagine. And like those guys, you know, no offense to our tournament guys and our, our charter guys, because when they do come in, they spend a lot of money. But it's like our best customers are your everyday Joes. Every day. And the it's guys. The willing to learn. Yes. And it's the guys that are that 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 can't get out on the water every day. They're relying on us for a report as well as getting them set up to go out there and catch fish. Um, And so it's really cool to to transition to that. And now. It's like, well, we have things where if those tournament guys need $1,000 worth of shit, I'll put it in a box and send it out. But if somebody's just learning how to walleye fish and they've only got 10 bucks to spend, don't worry, dude. We got you taken care of. We'll get you bottom bouncers and crawler harnesses, jigs and plastics, like whatever we got. Um, but I think that's kind of been the biggest thing about being at the shop is seeing how many ways there are to catch a fish and how much more diversified you have to be um, as far as like the stuff that we put on the shelves and on the wall, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to have, like, from three-quarter-ounce tube jigs to two-pound sinkers. Well, and what ends up happening is you end up building a customer base, right? So, like, we end up building a customer base, and now we got those guys that, you know, we're so freaking blessed because they want to use us for everything. Well, I never really thought about that. So then you'll get guys that are coming in, and maybe they're fishing up in the thumb. Maybe they're fishing the harbors, and they want spinners. Yeah. 
we don't use spinners around like around here here like in marine city we never use spinners it's just it it doesn't make any sense i would sell more chugging sinkers than spinners you know what i oh, mean yeah but it's like like the, the the littlest things like a map spinner you wouldn't even think about and they sell like crazy planer boards sell like crazy and the reason is a lot of guys don't know how to use them so they're not going to order them online if they don't know how to use them so they'll order them they'll come in the store pick them up we'll show them how to use them and then they're out of here so it's just been it's been really different as far as and i don't even know if you guys even care about this <laughs> i'm going on just talking about it but it is interesting like it's crazy to see how everything's changed but how how full our shop has gotten it makes me happy yeah yeah it's it's growing day by day day by day yeah it, it's crazy how much you kind of learn from like even the people coming in oh yeah i mean i was thinking about it the other day man when i when i was stuck in here you were out fishing you went out with your dad and grandma yeah you guys caught that big white fish i didn't catch it she did she kicked my ass why would it go any other way she caught two and i caught zero tough day <laughs> Say the least. Well, that's that's fishing in December for you. And I, that's that's what amazes me. She was staring at the ducks flying by, not jigging. Rod just kind of. A lot of birds. A lot of birds. Lot and of, then it's going to be good for the split. Very good for the lot split. Of a lot of birds. And I'm shooting every single one of them. Actually, I'm only shooting six. But. Good idea. Rod just going like this. And all of a sudden it goes. She's just. And I'm like, start reeling, start reeling. Yeah, it's nuts, dude. Boom, two fish in the boat. That was a big white fish, too. I actually, you just, I lost my train of thought. Where are we going? Uh, learning from people in the shop that come in. Yeah. I don't know. Go ahead, go where you were going with it, because I forgot mine. I'm, I'm horrible. Like, just talking to oh, people that come in. Oh, that's it. So, I was thinking. <laughs> So I was thinking the other day when you guys were out there fishing, I was like, man, I would, I'd love to be out there fishing. And this year, like I have absolutely noticed it's taken a hit. Like the bait shop last year wasn't as bad because it wasn't as busy, but this year it, it took a big hit on my fishing. Like I haven't got to fish nearly as much as I want to. And as a guide, it's tough because I won't pick up a trip last minute. Like if I'm not out, if I'm not out pre-fishing, then I can't, like I, I, I can't waste anyone's time. And so that's been really tough because like that our job is to fish and like, it's really hard to wrap your mind around that. Like, this is our job, but it's, it, that is our job. Um, but it's just been, it's been so busy here, but you still, even though I haven't been on the water fishing as much as I'd like to, I have learned so much this year and learned so much more this year than I did last year, even. And, and it's because you just hear all these guys come through and they talk about how they catch fish and where they catch fish and, and all this sort of stuff, and you just get to talk to people and pick their brains. So those days that you do get to get out, you do get to maximize them, and you do still get to go try different things and new things, but it might be stuff that you never even would have thought of. Yeah, I learned a huge, uh, I don't even know, like a technique for bass last year that yeah. they only use in, like, Texas. And I start smashing smallmouth on it kevin from indiana taught me i'll dude i'll tell you what those guys that come from indiana that come from illinois that come from kentucky they bring some secrets and some stuff with them that's like crazy that i wouldn't even think about but it's stuff that they use down there like say they use it down there in tennessee on the river for walleye 
or whatever the situation is. And some of that stuff doesn't work. There's some stuff that just does not transfer from one body of water to another. But when um, it does. When it does, it's nice to have a little secret or a little something in your back pocket. Um, and definitely learning from our customers has been as much, you know, it's funny too, because how many of our customers leave here? Thank you. Thank you so much for helping me out and teaching me this or teaching me that or whatever. We learn just as much from our customers as, yeah. as they do from us. Yeah. You learn a lot. Like you just kind of listen, talk, with talk and listen. Like, like that's my number one pet peeve. I've told Louie that I've told Parker that I've told, uh, Nate that like the guys that are in the shop, like I. If somebody walks in, you never, like, do not, you better not be sitting there on your phone. Like, you better say, hey, how's it going? You doing any fishing lately? That's typically all it takes. How's it going? You been doing any fishing lately? And that's enough to get a conversation going. Because, one, you're going to find out what they're looking for and what they're trying to shop for and buy. And you can make sure that they walk out with what they're looking for and they walk out with the right thing. But, two, you're definitely going to learn things or learn things about people. I mean. Dude, how many people have you met? I was there the one time. These guys were like, you ever want, by the time, by the time they left, it was a group of five, six, six or seven guys that came in from Indiana. It might've been Ohio. And Louie was talking to him, talking to him. And we started talking about bass fishing. We started talking about walleye fishing. We ended up being good friends. By the time they left, Louie had property to go deer hunt. Yeah. We went on a charter the next day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They hired Louie and they're like, Hey, if you ever want to go out and get out deer hunting, uh, where were they? Ohio? Indiana. It is southern Indiana, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, border, and, I think. dude, those guys shot some monster bucks. Their too. dad holds the uh, typical state record. Yes. He shot it two years ago or last year, I believe. I forget yeah. their names. I know one of the names is Zach, but yeah, they were, their last they were super cool guys. If for, somehow, if for some reason you guys are listening, shout out to you guys because seriously, that was super cool, but that's like the stuff that you'd never think about. Yeah, they you know what I mean. Epic bottom bouncer bite. Yeah, they did. You know what? They were in town too. Those, those are those cool trips where you get them. They were in town for a few days and they were kind of struggling. And they were like, "We'd really like to catch some fish." Like, do you have an opening? And you took them like super last minute. You're like, "Hey, we gotta we flip the work schedule around a little bit." Um, you're like, "I need to get someone in the bait shop. Get these guys out." They will be coming back to Marine City every year now because the bottom, yeah. that, that bottom bouncer bite they were on was silly. Yeah. The first couple of drifts, that was like, Lord, we are in for a long day. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was like, rot, 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 rot. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. And I felt bad because they were casting from shore at nighttime because they had plans during the day. That was when the mayflies were horrible. Yeah, they were just sitting through it, like all the mayflies and the mosquitoes and stuff, and they'd come in every day. They were coming in every day to buy tackle. They're like, man, we really want to catch one. We really want to catch one. There yeah. you go. Here's 24. Yeah. Um, But, hey, we are, we are I'm looking down here. We're, we're running out of time somehow already. Um, We've been flying through it. Pete's just been yapping his jaws the whole time. Um. I do want to take a peek into 2024 because now, obviously, this is coming out New Year's Day. Um, you guys are here in this pod, which is nuts. Look at us. Look at that. We couldn't even get this thing on a consistent basis, and now we're getting it out on the holidays. Let's go. And it's honestly, it's because of you guys. Like, Louie and I would do this, and we're like, nobody's going to miss it. Nobody's going to, you know, notice if we miss an episode here or there. And it was like, it was starting to be like people would go up to Louie in the gym, like, hey, get your podcast going or people are coming into the shop and like, we haven't heard a podcast in a while guys. We seriously can't thank you enough. Cause that kept us going to the point now where we're like, we're putting it on YouTube. 
We're not missing a day. Next week, I'll be calling into Louie. He'll be here running the laptop, and I'll be calling in for, down from the keys. Um, and we'll make sure that we get an episode there. Now that I said it out loud, we're going to have to. Um, <laughs> um, but, dude, what is what is something that you're looking forward to in 2024? Um, or a couple things that you're looking forward to in 2024. Is it is it relationships that you're looking to grow? Hey, buddy. Is it relationships that you're looking to grow? Is it is it your because now your first year of guiding is done, and we told you we wanted to ease you in on your first year of guiding, and we did a pretty good job of it. You didn't have too many trips, but you made some good money doing it. Um, this year's kind of going to be a little bit crazier, a little bit more balls to the wall. Is it a fishing trip you want to go on? People you want to meet? Is it just in ge- like what? I don't know, dude. What are what are you excited for? Um, I'm definitely excited for. Uh, going to see my uncle on Simcoe, that's always, like, top of the list. It's hard to beat. Going to catch 15-inch perch on the daily. Yeah, that's Simcoe bite. I'm, I'm, you know what, I wasn't even thinking about that as far as things I've been excited for for 2024. And now, uh, I guess I'll add that to my list. Um, another one is definitely capitalizing on the lake trout bite I found. Not getting into specifics, but that I think we oh, got. You drop your coordinates where that was. No, but I think we, there's. I think there's tournament winning fish out there. Derby winning fish. Derby winning fish. So winking, but I'm winking. That's a huge one that I'm looking. Me and Peter definitely gonna be taking some trips, and then oh, yeah. honestly, I'm just excited for. I don't know. There's a lot to be excited for. The show is going to be insane. The show. I I bet our answer changes after the show. Yeah. I bet our answers for 2024 change after the show because the show is where you get to meet a lot of people. We obviously sell a lot of stuff. We meet a lot of people. We're there early before the show. We're there late after the show. You get to see owners of companies. You get to see uh, sales reps. You get to see all the kind of people that you really want to see. And I'm excited to go back to Italy. Are you guys going back? Going back to Italy. Really? Yeah. When? Um, hopefully August. Wow. Going back to see my family. Dude, that's kick ass. So I did for those of you that don't know, I did Greece last year and we went back to see our family and, and my dad has um some big ties back in Greece and that's actually what set us back this year. I mean, we were gone for two weeks. So it kind of set me back a little bit with charters and everything. I came back, dude, and it was like the whole fishery changed. It's insane. I'm um, going to get my ass kicked when I come back. Oh, yeah, but it. you'll be coming back in August. So it'll be like I left I left June, I left left the middle of June when the bottom bouncer bite was going, and I got back the middle of July, and there was no fishing going. Yeah. Um. Well, walleye fishing, at least. You're going to be leaving. You'll be leaving and coming back, and it'll be almost like bass. It'll be your favorite time of the year, really, to come back. Yeah, I'm gonna miss a lot of bass season. Yeah, that's gonna suck. Yeah, it, it's dude, it's gonna be so sick. That'll be so sick to get back there with the family and and see people that you haven't seen. When's the last time you've been? Um, ten years ago. Really? Yeah, been that long. Wow, it's gonna be totally different. Oh yeah, we're going for the uh, for you. Like now that you're older. Yeah, we're going for like the big party they have. It's like a three day party they do. No way. Yeah. Dude, that's kick ass. So yeah, that's something that you definitely need to be excited about. I'm uh as far as fishing trips go, 
Um, obviously, I'm excited to get down to the Keys. We're, we'll be down there New Year's Eve and then starting the new year down there. So that'll be really cool. We're renting a boat. Um, father-in-law just took down a bunch of the coolers and, and some of the rods and reels, and I got more of the rods and reels here. Big old shark rod. Um, but I'm really looking forward to doing that, a little DIY fishing down there. No, no guides this time. Um, we usually get a guide or two every time we go down. So we're going to do a little DIY. That should be a lot of fun. Um, I'm really excited to – here's the thing, dude. I'm really excited to lake trout fish. So I'm really excited to get back out and do our thing that we found. Um, <laughs> you can't say that much. You can't say that much. If you guys want to see Louie punch me square in the face on TV or on, <laughs> on video, it would be me saying too much. Um, but – We'll we'll talk about it more the more we figure it out because there's there's a lot to figure out. There's a lot of things that you can't say and a lot of things we probably can say that we just don't know. Yeah, I mean, I could give you the general description, but then it's not worth it because you'd launch your boat and just be driving miles and miles and miles and, and not even knowing what to look for. Um, but we can't talk about things that we don't know. So once we piece it together, we'll be sure to chat about it. But I'm really excited to do the lake trout thing um with you but I'm, i am excited to get now for you it's tough to even have that excitement because you've caught your 40 incher out out freaking here um but i'm really excited to get back to the rock dude i'm i'm really excited to go up there i want to go back up there with frank um and get up there with chase and jake uh that trip was so much fun ideally get a couple guys up there get a couple boats out there if the weather's right um but i really want to get up to standard I'm really excited to continue to pick apart the salmon fishery that we're, that's growing here um, starting in the winter like we did last year. I mean, we got home from the show, and we were catching Atlantics a week after the show. Yeah. It's... Er, that was February. That was, after, um, that was after we got home from Florida. But after the show, too, we caught some. Yes, we weren't catching. It was maybe one or two a trip, but we were catching a couple. Right. So kind of piecing that together, and then more as the Atlantics stick around. Um, do some more fishing for those seems like they stick around for a while so find out what they do where they do it um that'll be a lot of fun uh i'm really excited for the connections that we're gonna make to be honest with you dude that's my favorite part every year like i i love fishing obviously uh i love being out on the water i love i truly do love running the bait shop i like i like the i like the challenges that it brings every all the time like there's gonna be new stuff coming and going um, but I, I just, I love the connections that we make and the relationships that we make with people. Um, we just meet some of the best people that you could possibly ask for doing this. Um, so I'm really excited to do that. I really love the business side of it. Use like doing the charters and the whole, again, I, I know, I know I say it all the time, but I, I don't like doing like the pro staff stuff because I don't, I just don't like the way that that word is translated and the way that that side of the business, but I do like the business side of the deals like hey i'll i'll work for you guys if you guys work for me type deal yeah um i'm excited for those relationships and excited for that and dude i'm really excited for our podcast to continue to grow i'm really excited for our youtube to grow because it's like i keep saying about how i'm gonna get cameras and stuff out there and i do have that jigging and that trolling video in the works hopefully get that done while we're in the car 23 hours is a long time to be driving that's insane yeah we'll do it one day with yeah. a boat with a boat attached to it yeah I know it sounds weird, but I'm excited for the grind. Me too. Like it's a it's a grind now, but it's a different type of grind. Like yeah, you're, you're chartering from six to twelve. 
go get some. Usually it's six to one. Six to one. By the time you by the time yeah. you get in, clean fish, clean the boat because the boat's got to be ready to go the next day. I mean, really, it's six to one. So it's a seven hour. It's a seven. That's what a lot of people don't understand is like, dude. Typically, when they come in in the afternoon to the bait shop and like they see us at like three four o'clock and and we're kind of dragging, it's like, dude, we've I've already done seven hours. Oh yeah. Like I've done seven hours on the water and now I've done three hours in the bait shop. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to be done. Um, but it, it's a grind that like, I love it. Like I love waking yes. up early. I love getting the rods ready when it's cold out. Yes. And bibs, rigging rods, clients show up, you go catch fish, come back, clean them. I like, be, it's like, it's, it's a weird, like, I love being, I love being that tired. I love, I love being, it. I love being that stressed out I, and you know that's something that i learned from it because it does kind of stress you out like oh man you're waking up the next day and you better go catch fish that's, yeah. that's your job like obviously when you go charter fish and as far as like heating expectations it's not all about catching the fish but for me and louie it is all about catching the fish like that's that's our job that's what we're getting paid to do um but it dude that grind like i i can't honestly like i can't wait for that grind but like we're in it right now just differently like it's with different. these with yeah. these new baits here, with with the amount of jigs that we need to get done, with the show coming up, um, it is different. But dude, I I am excited for that grind. I I do love it. I love it a lot. Like right now, we are kind of sleeping in. Right, shop wake shop opens at seven, but nobody's really here at seven. Don't take that as a challenge. Nobody's really here at seven. They don't typically start showing up to like nine nine thirty. So. You open the shop at seven, then you go up, make your coffee, you know, piddle around on social media or whatever. And then, and then you get the day going. Yeah. Once the grind rolls around, there's, there's diesel trucks pulling right outside my bedroom window at about five 30 in the morning. And I'm like, we open at six, <laughs> but dude, I, I can't wait. I think it's going to be a great season. Um, especially adding what we plan on adding. Um, you and I are going to be really busy, but we have to be have to be for yeah uh how do i want to put this my my least favorite i don't want to say my most hated my least favorite saying and this is what we'll leave it on my least favorite saying and i'm going to leave this out there for all you guys because no matter what you do i know you've heard this before it must be nice oh god and if you have me on social media you might notice that i post that like every few months like oh it must be nice and then a video of us working our ass off because it's like, it's so annoying to hear, you know, Oh, it must be nice to just sit in a lazy boy and come down. Well, it must be nice to run a bait shop or it must be nice to fish for a living or, Oh man, I'd love to fish for a living, man. It's unlike, or just like everything else, it's work. And unlike everything else, some days there's not paychecks, right? Like if we don't charter, we're not getting paid that day. So it's like there is a lot, a lot, a lot of work that goes into doing it. If you're going to do it right and you want to do it the right way, like there's a lot that goes into it. Um, And any of our buddies that are guides can tell you like that is absolutely the case um, that do the grind. And me and Louie, I mean, I'm willing to say that we don't even do like the guide grind as much as a lot of these guys because we have the bait shop. Yeah. So if we we do need a day, it's like we take a day, but we're, we're still in here working, but you're not on the water getting beat by the rain or the wind or the waves or whatever it may be Um, yeah you it's like uh it's a different type of grind that most people are used to for sure and it's funny because some people will say like oh i couldn't do that like i couldn't get up 
I couldn't get up and, and take new people out every day and teach them how to fish and net their, or, and hook their fish and unhook their fish and do all that sort of stuff. Well, I wish I could hook their fish. I can only unhook them. <laughs> but it's like, you know, people tell you that, like, oh, I couldn't do that. Well, I can promise you that I couldn't get up at 4.35 in the morning and drive and go sit, like, at a desk or go do, like, like, I wouldn't. I, my brother-in-law works. He's an electrician, dude, and he works his ass off, as they all do. And it's like one day he's in Lexington, one day he's out in Waterford, one day he's yeah. in Lake Orion, one day he's at home in Richmond. And it's like, I wouldn't want to do that. I'd much rather be doing exactly what I'm doing. Or, you know, my buddies that are in construction. Like, I don't want to be at a job site when it's rainy and 35 degrees out. I know. Just as much as they don't want to be in a boat when it's rainy and 35 degrees out. Um, But the grind, I'm glad you said that, dude. The grind is something that I'm definitely excited for. I'm glad you're excited. Um, cause I'm going to pull this up in like the middle of May when we're getting ready to die. I'll be like, Louie, remember when I'm excited for the grind. <laughs> yeah, I know it, it sounds dumb, but we're going to get to like June and I'm going to be taking naps on the boat before I come into work at the bait shop for another six hours. I know. Well, that's usually what happens. Cause I mean, it's really, it's, it's us, it's us too. Like Par- Parker would fill in every now and then, but it's like. You know, it's in the spring before school gets out. It's just us two. Yeah. So up until the middle of June, it's just us two. And that is, it's like fish, bait shop, fish. But I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't have it any other way. We get to see you guys every day on the daily. We get to talk fish. We get to talk fishing. I mean, look at us right now. We're sitting here on a microphone talking fishing. So yeah, it's not too bad, man. Um, And we're super excited for it. We can't thank you guys enough for the support. As always, guys, thank you for making 2023 um such a special year for us it was it was one that we'll always remember it was one that i won't get too much into mine and louis business hold on go ahead top three moments in 2023 standard rock man it's hard to think about standard rock for sure and catching my lake trout um my birthday. So we spent my birthday, May 6th, um, out on the water. I spent it with Frank, with my buddy Frank, my buddy Josh, uh, and my dad. And we went out and we caught a four-man limit of walleye, nice walleyes. Uh, and then we came back here and we had a fish fry on the dock. I would do that every year if I had the opportunity. And shout out to you for working because I would have loved you to come along, but obviously that's how it has to go. You got to come yeah, out and enjoy the fish. I did. Um but that that was really special being able to spend a day especially like in May when the guide season's rolling it's like you can spend a day doing that now if somebody calls me and they want to book May 6th we'll fish if nobody books me May 6th and we're like in the middle of April well then I'm doing another birthday trip um but that was a really good one and to be honest with you dude I know it sounds really cliche but I'm I'm just having a hard time putting my finger down on like one moment but 2023 was just a really special year. Like it, 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 it gave me the vision. These last two years have been brutal as far as like stocking the shop and spending money and, and doing all that just money and time and all that. Um, this year was the first was the year that I like got the vision. Like, this is what, this is what we can be. This is what I want to be. And this is where I want to be in two years, five years, 10 years. Like, we talked about having that vision and I'm sure that's going to change after year five, you know, some things might change, but you can see how the bait shop's kind of going to go, the charters and all that sort of stuff. It was just, 
it was just a special year. We got our podcast up on YouTube. Um, we got we got normal with our podcast. We've got all these jigs painted. We've got all this inventory. Um, twenty twenty three was just a special year for me. What about you, dude? Um, I don't know. You it's... had some bangers this year. Yeah. Um. One of them is definitely the wake trout. I don't know if it would be the forty incher or the first time I went out. I mean, it could be that experience in general, just doing that. Yeah, that was nuts. That's something I'll never like those lake here on lake trout. Yeah, that's something you'll never forget. Um, probably the one salmon bite we got on. 35 fish in a day or whatever it was ended up being 50 yeah. once i picked up cody yeah you dropped we had 30 and then you dropped yeah. me off yep we put 20 fish in the boat and two drifts what's nice about that too i know there might be some people listening like oh my god what's nice about that is we're using walleye here we're using really short leads and we're catching small coho every single one of those fish release so healthy oh yeah so healthy yeah they are fired up when they get in the boat and then probably getting first pick at the draw this year. First time in two or three years. It felt good. That's a top three moment. It is. <laughs> we, mut- we mutilated the ducks. That's hilarious. We had a four-man limit in like an hour and 20-something minutes. Well, you got to tell them what happened the first five trips leading up to that trip. Dead last. Five in a row. Dead last duck bingo. Five in a row. Um, so yeah, dude, it's been a really special year. And like I said, I, I don't wanna I don't wanna get too much into our business, but we thought that there might have been an opportunity for which there still could be. We thought there might have been an opportunity that you were gonna take. Um that we'll see. It's a really good opportunity that you you'd you'd have to if you wanted yeah. to. Um but the fact that there was a vision for this and where this is going to go and like that's where it's going dude i'm just so excited for 2024 to be able to roll into it i mean me and you are rolling in with a head of steam we've got some really good guys behind us um you know parker joe chase they're going to be coming to the show with us um dude i'm just ready to go i mean i'm going to i'm going to reset this next week while you guys are watching this podcast i'll be resetting chasing some saltwater fish and just kind of sitting around not really going to be focused too much on what's going on um, because as soon as we get back, it's going to be showtime. We get home on Sunday. The show, we start setting up on Tuesday for the show. Show yeah. opens on that Thursday. We are less than two weeks away. Yeah, man. We get done with that show, and three weeks after that, we go down and we do our Balmer show again. We've got the distributor show. Between that, I think I'll be in Florida. Between there, you'll be in Florida, and then right after the Balmer show, we'll have our open house, and then boom, bro, it's March. So we're there. We're right there. And you guys, we're right there. For you guys that put your boats away and winterized them, we're not far away. Time has been flying. Um, and it is not gonna be not gonna be long. Not at all. It's kind of scary. So, before we get out of here, I we're definitely over our time now. But it's nice because we do our own thing. I do our own editing. We're on YouTube. Nobody can tell me how much time to have. Yeah. Um we are running out of time here. Guys, I want to thank you again, obviously, for everything. 2023 has been such a special year for Louie and I um, here at the shop and, and getting to do this. And 
And hopefully for you guys, it's been good. Hopefully we brought in some tackle that you guys might never have tried before. Hopefully we brought some stuff in that helped you guys catch fish. Um, I really want you guys to do me a favor. And I know I ask you to do this all the time. Sometimes the participation is good. Some of the times the participation is bad. We showed you guys our brand new baits coming out because you guys are our favorite. So that's my bribe to you. Please, down below in the comments of this video, whether you're watching it on YouTube or you're watching it on Facebook or wherever, down below in the comments, let us know what your top three moments of 2023 are, or even your top moment of 2023. I want to know your guys' top moment. Did you guys catch your first walleye? Did you help your son, nephew, grandson, niece, whoever it was, did you help them catch their first walleye? Did you guys get to take a trip? Maybe it was your first flying trip to Ontario or your first trip over to Green Bay. Um, what was your top three, number one, whatever, whatever. What was your 2023 experience that you'd love for us to know about? Because maybe it's something that me and Louie put on our bucket list. Maybe it's something that we want to do or something that we have to do. Um, I really, really want to see that. So please, wherever you're watching this in the comments, let us know. What was your 2023 moment of the year? We told you ours. I got to fix one of mine. Okay. Simcoe's got to be up there. Yeah. Draw the hell out of here. Yeah. I'm taking the draw, putting Simcoe back up there. Let's go. Readjust out of here. Readjusting. Readjust. You know what you just did? You readjusted life priorities. You yeah. said, get duck hunting out of here. Okay, well, I would not go that can't far. Can't be top three. I'm not going it's just something far. I do to waste 60 days. That's what, yep. I, that's what Louis said. Yep. I agree. Um, and put Simcoe in because that, that I can't wait for Simcoe. Yeah, we actually just took those fish to the taxidermist. I know. I, can't I pulled wait. them out and I was like, holy oh my God. Hopefully they get all you sooner than later. We're definitely looking forward to it. We're going to take a big trip over there too. Like, I want to go over there with you, but then we're going to take a big Cody's been getting something planned for like February. That, that's also something we got to throw in this winter. So I don't know how we're going to have time to do it all. I don't know how you guys have time to do everything you're doing. Louie. Tell them what they got to do one more time in 2023. Like, share, and subscribe. Please like, share, and subscribe. If you do anything in 2023, you should like, you should share, and you should subscribe to this channel. Other than that, guys, I got nothing else to say. Thank you all for a great 2023. We hope you guys had a great 2023. It's funny because you'll be watching this in 2024, but we will see you next week on the Hook One Pod. Adios. Thank you.